No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to another episode of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. I really like this like assertive initiative you've been taking lately by opening the pod. That's nice. Uh, it sounds like you don't like it at all. <laughs> it sounds like you're mad that you didn't get to open it. You're like, I have only gotten to open 95 of them. So no, 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 it's not. It's not. I'm not mad. Why? Why would I open the podcast with passive aggression? I don't know. That's not really my jam. I'd just be like, what the fuck, dude? Let me open it. Do you want to open it? You want to start over? Take two. What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, what's up, everybody? It's episode 98 of No Story Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales, Brian Vokey. Wait, you said that in a weird way, like you had a hyphenated like feminist last name, like you're Alexander Ocasio Cortez. So like, I'm Carmen Morales hyphen Brian hyphen Vokey, and you respect all my surnames. I took all my step parents' surnames. I have four surnames. I got a lot of names. Yeah, you're a name. What's your middle name? I don't tell people my middle name. Girls, that is such a girl. That's the most girl thing I've ever no, heard you. That's not true. No, at no, all. no. I, Broads go by all three names. I literally was just thinking on the drive over here. I remembered an ex girlfriend when I looked so at her. So one woman did no, it. So you're saying stop. it's all women? <laughs> I remember looking at her driver's license. First of all, girls are insane about you seeing her driver's license picture. They're always mad about that. And then when I saw her middle name was Justine, and I was like, your middle name's Justine? And she goes, fuck! you <laughs> and, and, it, and I started thinking about all the examples I had in my life of girls who were like I don't you don't it doesn't matter what my middle name is like people are really weird about that my sister Rowie has no middle name that's it, cool yeah they just fast forward yeah Rowie Vokey boom that's great no it's a, it's just because what it's in reference to it doesn't have anything to do with like it's a stupid name it's a cool the word sounds cool Castro <laughs> no I would that would be fine Fidel no, no, <laughs> you're, not gonna, Fidel Castro you're not gonna guess. You don't know enough Latin words in general to fucking guess my middle name. Is true, Do you have a middle name? <laughs> that was Latin. Brian James Vokey. Oh, Brian James Vokey. That's so white. You sound. That sounds so it's, much white. It's, but it, it's yeah, but it's Vokey like real white. Saving it. The Vokey is the only thing saving. First it of all, whole- don't say save it. I like being white. <laughs> I'm so sick of being criminalized <laughs> for the color of my skin. We need to rise up. No. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> no, well, I'll tell you what I like about my name. First of all, it sounds like an old British name. Mm-hmm. Brian James Vokey. I could see as, as a BBC commentator. Also, what I like about it, all five well, letters. would be better than Brian to it, make it really English. It organizes well. It's mm-hmm. five, 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 all my letters. Brian James Vokey. Mm-hmm. So it's the telephone. It's the movie telephone number of names. Five five five. I like my name. It took me a long time to get to this point, and I will I not let you tear me down. I actually can relate to. I didn't like my name uh, at all. Like because I found out. I found out my mom was going to name me Julia. Um, Julia. Julia Morales, <laughs> which I think is really weird. And then so for the longest time, I didn't like my name. 
I even re- I remember I looked it up in like a baby names book, mm-hmm. and it meant like enchanted forest. And I was like, in what language? Because that's not it what it's it Harry means. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta dig in there and find it. <laughs> Go ahead, eat my enchanted forest. <laughs> <laughs> I like sending my lovers on a quest. I give them a, a treasure map to yeah, find yeah. it, yeah. Um, and a machete. <laughs> Fill my holy grail with your seed. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I like about Carmen is that it respects both of your cultures because as an it- Italian and Spanish name. Yeah, it's a dude's name in Italian and it's a chick's name in Spanish. Right. What would be what would, Carmenita? Which explains Wait. why I'm kind of a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the Toyota Prius of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my body decided to transition but didn't tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she's funny folks <laughs> By the every way, time she makes a joke I'm like there's a man side in her <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever I greet the audience that's the female yeah, side or when you don't what tell people your middle folks? name <laughs> no, no forget you. it I'm not telling you it's embarrassing it's not embarrassing it's just what it represents it's the n-word <laughs> 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 Carmen Edward Morales. I just, not a, I just don't feel comfortable with that being allowed to say my own middle name. <laughs> if I said my name on TV, my career would be over. <laughs> uh, guys, first of all, this um, podcast is brought to you by Brondell. That's right. We have a podcast and we have a sponsor. Go to Brondell.com and get yourself <laughs> get yourself a. Uh, First of all, they they have the the best bidet toilet seat covers in the biz. There's a remote control for my shitter, guys. I don't think you understand how amazing that is. And what she means by toilet bidet cover is it's an attachment, so you don't need to buy a toilet whole new seat toilet cover. You don't have to buy a new toilet. My toilet's from like 1951 or something. It's an old as shit toilet, and I have this super high tech. It really is the equi- like the toilet equivalent to like an old man with an iPhone. You know what I mean? It's this old <laughs> this old dude that's trying to hold itself together because there's cracks in the tank and shit like this right, is an right, old right. ass fucking toilet and then, I, <laughs> and then i have this like hairline cracks not like it's gonna break but and then i have this super high tech have you ever smashed a toilet no it that sounds like as far as us going like calling back to a previous episode loving breaking stuff i think that would be amazing that uh oh yeah dude whenever that would be like as a kid we just because por- porcelain breaking has like a that unique sound it doesn't sound like regular glass i know it's so hard it but it breaks beautiful. like sand it's like that bob dylan song where it's like she loves just like a woman but she breaks like a little girl <laughs> um <Jesus. laughs> well, he doesn't say it like that <laughs> she breaks like a little yeah you, girl. you made him sound way worse <laughs> you guys couldn't see but i was gritting my teeth when i said that like you yeah, know, when I, know. You pet I had a to dog, it i had to look at it you, do you grate your teeth and you pet a dog I did just like, <laughs> like, or like a little baby. Them. Yeah. Cute. yeah. Anything that's cute. I always want to just devour Yeah, and it's bite basically bite. I want to bite it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just want to fucking snap everything cute. Um, I had an aunt that used to bite me like that too. She bit my ass one time, like so much that my little butt was bleeding. Oh yeah. My grandmother used to bite me and then I'd cry and people would be like, man, she'd be like, what? I want to see if he can cry. <laughs> <laughs> so now I need a bride to bite me to cry. <laughs> So make sure you guys go to brondell.com and put in the promo code <laughs> no sir to get 20% off of your bidet toilet seat cover. Um it's got a seat warmer. Ours has a seat warmer. It's got a It's got an LED eating- light so you don't have to turn on the light in the middle of the night when you got to piss, which is huge cuz I don't know if y'all are like me, but if I turn on the light in the bathroom, I'm not going back to sleep. It does ruin it. 
I also can't look in the mirror. If I see myself in the, like I have to wash my hands looking down. If I look in the mirror, I can't go back to sleep either. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I know what it is. What? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I just looked at you. I won't sleep for three weeks. <laughs> hey, folks. I will fucking haunt your dreams. <laughs> Um, first of all, uh, if you have just found out about us through Carmen's appearance on uh, the, the Church of What's Happening the, Now, yeah, all of you church members, you churchgoers, uh, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you listening to the episode, and I appreciate you uh, coming over and fucking partying with us. Yeah, we were, we're really glad to have you. And also, guys, anybody who's listening to this podcast, we always say this at the end of the podcast, but I've been meaning to say it in the front of the podcast, but if you like this... If you like this show, please just send it to one or two other friends that you think would like that. Because I don't know if you've seen late night comedy uh, lately, but it is shit. And (laughs) I have no future through any other thing other than this podcast (laughs) because I'm an actual comedian and so is Carmen. Mm -hmm. And there is really no home for us other than the Internet. (laughs) And uh, you are the only ones who can save us. (laughs) We need you. We need you, Obi-Wan. We need you. But please share this podcast. Let's blow it up because, uh, listen, this is the last place. Uh, I really mean this. I think podcasts are like the last place that you get to hear actual comedy where people aren't trying to just prove they're better than you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not all one upping and then, and then everybody doing their TED talks yeah. and proving their points and trying to be right. Here, uh, we're ignorant and we're funny and we're fun. Uh, and that's kind of what we're going for. Here's my impression of a Colbert late night set. Um, Can we start punching Nazis, please? (laughs) (laughs) And the the thing that bothers me about late night comedy is if you listen to it, they're not even killing. You know what I mean? They're not killing. So it's a lot of like applause. It's not even that half the time. It's just the industry sucking its own dick Mm. and being like, "This is what matters. This is what's relevant. This is what people want." And then they get on stage, and it's like, apparently nobody wants this big guy. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why you're throwing this bullshit up there. (laughs) I saw this one late night set recently where there was there was a white guy who was Muslim. Like he was raised Muslim. Sure. It's not a Hamed Weinberg. I think a Hamed Weinberg is very funny. It's a different guy. Forget his name. But he, he literally he, he talks about you know you know having a white face or whatever, sure. and then being Muslim. And he goes, "Surprise, I'm brown." And it's like, "No, you're not, motherfucker. You're a white Muslim." <laughs> no, there's, there's you, a big difference. Religion isn't a skin color, you fuck. <laughs> it's not a race. And if you think it is, you're not smart enough to be sharing your thoughts on late night television. <laughs> Get the fuck off my TV. And by that, I mean my iPhone, because I don't have a TV, because we don't have enough people listening to this podcast. Please share this podcast so I can get a TV. And if you do listen, thank you very much for listening to uh, For real. Appreciate it. We get so excited about doing the podcast every week. So um, we're happy. We're it's happy always fun to meet uh, listeners. Like we met, that, uh, we met a few in Orlando when we were down there, and I met a few last night at the comedy store. People were talking to me about listening to the podcast. It's, uh, I will it's yeah. nice because we always forget that people listen, or at least I do. I have to, otherwise I <laughs> won't be good. If I if I remember people are listening, I won't say anything. Yeah, I just feel like we would still have this conversation whether there were microphones or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I divulge like... too much. <laughs> it's weird when we were in Florida. Uh, one of the listeners asked me how my how my sister was doing by by name, and like, You're like I'm what the fuck? I'm how do so you know paranoid. That? <laughs> I'm like, I just don't know if there's like a chip in my head and this guy's like a robot. I like lose my mind when people know stuff. And then I'm like, oh yeah, no, once a week I tell everything, (laughs) everything, man, dude. Yeah. Late night. There's no hope. 
There's no it's, hope for comedy. Oh, it's fine. It's, well, comedy's going to be fine. No, it isn't. There's, it, a, there's a place for us everywhere. We just have to find our place. And this is where it is. It's no, I, I, I think a lot of people are saying it's going to be fine. And I don't think it is. I think like, Tim Dillon, comedian who will be a future guest on here, wrote this great fake headline where it's like, comedy, is it a hate crime? Should comedians be in jail? <laughs> You know, what's funny is when you see comedians, it's like comedians are so unsavvy about like how to like stand out. But you see like com- black comedians like Sam Jay and Jack Knight, like who are pretty young comedians who come sure. out and just immediately take the opposite side and mm-hmm. just like, right, like I sympathize with where white people are at right now. Boom. Fucking development deals, TV shows, writing <laughs> deals. It's just like, why don't you guys see that if you go against the grain a little bit, at you all. stand out, at you know, all. it's what you're doing. It's exactly what you're doing. It's just not conscious. I'm just annoyed by what I'm hearing because I just don't feel that way. Um, What happened at the comedy store? A guy jumped off the Ondas because there was a strike and he broke the strike and he was called a scab. And so he climbed to the top of the Ondas. Who called him a scab? You know, know Steve Lebeckin? I don't know him personally. Well, no, he died before you were born. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, the comedy store had a writer's strike in the 80s, and then he still went on stage, and people, or something, see, he got banned from the comedy store for some reason. But this guy tried to jump off the top of the Andaz, but his goal was to land on the comedy store and die on the comedy store, which just shows you how dramatic fucking comedians are. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Also, if you stand there, you can see there's no way you're going to reach, like just simple geometry. I failed geometry. And I know that looking at the top of the Andaz, I'm like, that angle ain't going to happen. There's no way you're going to make it. <laughs> well, no, the others, it's too, way too far. It's, it's like, way too far. It's just like when people think they can jump off of a roof and land into the pool, but the pool is way too far away. Like, uh, yes, you would need way too much. You would need way too to run way too far you need a jetpack yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what you need and then you might get electrocuted by your jet. i don't know how that works jetpacks and water it's a little dangerous sounds a little dangerous yeah <laughs> you remember the movie the rocketeer i never i don't i don't remember what it i don't think i saw it mm, i mind. remember the cover of it so what you were mentioning before about the comedy store was that um i went up yesterday and i've been uh t- been getting uh so Monday at the com- the comedy store is the best comedy club in the world. There, I haven't been to many. I've, I don't know if I've ever. I've only been to like two comedy clubs not in America, and I still feel a hundred percent confident saying it's the best comedy club in the world. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, it's the place where you want to be. Carmen works there. Carmen's up there a lot, and uh, I've had some good sets there recently. And the bookers asked me to come back. I go up. Ask me to come back. I go up. Ask me to come back. I go up. These are all three-minute sets on Monday in a meat grinder where 5,000 comics are going up. And uh, and I went up last night, and I did a very fun set. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't as good as I could be, but it was definitely – it stood out as good. It was very good. Um, and I had a lot of fun. It was the most fun. I have – it's only this is the second time I've ever had fun on that stage because that stage Richard Pryor's been on that stage and mm-hmm. when you think of that it makes you sh- like shake in your boots because you're like what the fuck am I doing on the same stage that the Richard balls Pryor- I have yeah exactly to stand on here and think that I deserve anything yeah yeah Letterman all these people have been mm-hmm. on that stage it's like the, it's just unbelievable and it gets into your bones sometimes when you walk in there if you have any appreciation for comedy. Um, but I think it's really cool to be able to be to to be in 
that's something that I, I admire is like being in a high pressure situation and still having fun. Like and not even just necessarily in comedy, but like if, if you were a salesperson and you're doing like this pitch or you're at work and you're trying to get something like, yeah, playing like in a playoff sports game. Yeah. Anything yeah. where you're just, it's super high pressure and you're still capable of having fun. That just means you're really, you're, you're starting to crush it at a level that is or performing at a level that is like badass, you know? And it's yeah. always it's always nice when people can be like be able cuz normally people don't handle fear fear really well. Right, right. You know, and so many people crumble and shit like that and in any kind of opportunity that they have they'll fuck it up or or you know, you just get too nervous where you can't perform or you um you know what I mean? Like you're just sweating bullets in a fucking right. meeting with your bosses and shit like that and just fucking losing your goddamn mind. And it's, I mean, that to me just shows like really like commitment and growth and stuff in just any human being when you can just be in this situation where you, the the fear of failure is just, it's high stakes. It's high stakes mm-hmm. and you're still like, Oh, I can have fun. You know what I mean? That's when you, I think it's like you, you get, you get your confidence badge when you do some shit like right. that. <laughs> you're either getting a confidence badge or you're realizing it's never going to work out. You might as well do your best or just have fun. You know, have fun. just and have then, fun. And that's why, that's why you went on the stage the first time you ever went on stage right. was to have fun. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it should be like that every time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, uh, I think that's also another thing too, is when, when there is an element of fuck it, but without, like legitimately being fuck it like no i care deeply right right yeah, to yeah, care yeah. deeply and to still allow yourself to have fun because that's what right. it, that's what it really is 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 you just getting out of your own fucking way you know what i yes. mean if you have don't a take yourself too seriously yeah if you have an art portfolio and you're trying to get into this graphic design fucking mm-hmm. job or whatever the fuck the case is the minute you're just like you know what i'm i like what i do and, fu- and fucking here it is it's that whole bear it bear it all moment yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's it feels it feels really good. It feels like, you know, you belong like just doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not in that building, but somewhere. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's funny is the fear was getting in my head where I was like I, on my drive over there. Because so what happens is there's an open mic and then there's a, a friends and family, which are people who the booker wants to look at, people who work at the store, people who are in development at the store already. And so I um. I was like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to see, because I was going to go first after the open mic. And I was like, if the person who's going last stinks, I'm not going up because I don't want to follow a bomb. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Just all these made up things in my mind. And then I get there and I see it's Connor McSpadden, who's very funny, isn't going to bomb. And I was like, all right, I'll go up after Connor. Connor's going to have a good set. And he did. He had a good set. Mm-hmm. So I had a nice wave to ride, which was another thing that changes as you get deeper into comedy where you want to follow a crush. Because you want to catch that wave, you don't want to rebuild a room. Because when you're young, when you're new, you're like, God, I hope the person in front of me stinks, so I look good. <laughs> so I look better. But that just yeah. isn't what it is. That's not how it works. Things are better when the room is rolling. But, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, I have a good set. I walk off. I go straight to the to the booker to shake his hand. I already feel like a fucking mo because I like sure. I am already interested in what somebody else thinks about my thoughts. Yeah, because it already feels degrading as fuck. Because sure. it's like I wouldn't have wrote it in the first place if I didn't like it and think it was funny. Why do I need this person to tell me it's funny? Um, and so, um, you know, and he says, thank you. And uh, Carmen told me one time, you told me that you went up to Adam. You said, what do you do when you're done with people or whatever? When, you, when, when people, you know, and you, he says, I don't beat around the bush. I just say thank you. And so I, when I got that thank you, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this means. Oh, but then again, it, it's, I mean, that's not foolproof. Like, I'm certain if he just had, because he had several people he had to watch that night. So he might have just not had time to chat with you either. 
Um, you it's know, not. It's not a full. It's not a like a always thing. It's just but, one of the things. But here's the thing. Let's roll with that. He is done with me. Mm-hmm. So for a second there, I got. A, I, I walked off stage. And I was like, wow, that went really good. And uh, I, I hadn't been on stage in three days, uh, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt good. I felt loose. I felt fun. Like I was getting texts as I was walking off stage from people in the room saying it went really well. And then he says thank you, and I get the brush off, and uh, I walk away. I'm like, fuck, man. What do I have to do? And then. I stepped into the hallway and the hallway is full of headshots like any other comedy club. And I looked around and I had this moment of realization where it's like, look at where you are. You're at the greatest comedy club in the world and you're bummed out that they didn't fucking roll out the red carpet for you after <laughs> a good three minute set. You fucking psycho. <laughs> like what? Like why not? Hey, thanks for the fucking spot in the greatest room to do comedy in. It is. Uh, he's given me four spots that aren't, I've done that aren't on the open mic. Like yeah. I've been on that stage, not at an open mic because of the guy who runs it. Mm-hmm. Cause I've also done it. Cause when you host or other friends host, I get in that room too. But like, why not just be grateful for that? Like it's a, it's a long, like you always say, it's a marathon. There's no rush to like making it in comedy. Well, especially for you. Like what the fuck are you going to do, Brian? I mean, you're yeah. going to do stand up. That's it. Who I know. gives a shit? I know. Then that, <laughs> and it was, and I just had this moment where I was like, and then, and it felt like first I went straight from being like, Oh, he didn't like me to like, Oh no, that was really cool that he gave me that spot. That's mm-hmm. fucking dope. You should have, did you say thank to you to him? Did you thank him? Yeah. I said, thank you. Okay. I said, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, but, uh, I, I was a little, I was still stinging a little bit when I said thank you to him, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. And it's really nice to burst your own bubble. Because when somebody comes in and bursts, like, because if I had walked up to somebody like, oh, you like me, and somebody was like, look where you are, you idiot. Like Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, Joey Diaz, they all work here. Like, what the fuck do you think you deserve? What do you have to offer that they don't? The answer is nothing Mm -hmm. as of right now. And uh, so, yeah, I went. Be happy you're there. I had that kind of, I had a similar experience, except it was like, like, for instance, when I was going in to do the podcast, like I was like, oh, I mean, people, I was like allowed, I was going to allow myself to have a good time, you know, because you have to give yourself permission to have fun yes. as well. So it was like, um, because it could, I could have easily been intimidated. I mean, Joey Diaz is fucking incredible, dude. He's a fucking legend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, we're going to have a chat. It's going to be fun. And, uh, and then I did and I had fun and it was great and and wonderful. And then. I did. I made that classic mistake of reading the fucking YouTube comments because I was just like, mm-hmm. oh man, I, I wonder how his, you know, his audience would respond to me. Like, would they like my stand up? Da 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 da. Like, do they like my humor, my personality, whatever? And um, <laughs> they definitely bursted my bubble. I was having, and I had, and that's that's what's so fucked up about comic brains is like I still got so many people who are complimentary and like so many wonderful people who messaged me that doesn't matter that's fake yeah. the insults are what's real that's what you feel nobody's honest unless it hurts yeah. comics really think on the only honesty is like brutal. the negative stuff yeah yeah where you just where you just reinforce the negative thoughts I have which I don't deserve anything good and I've said any joy I've had is <laughs> fucked up you know what I've said a million times to you and other, especially lady comics, where I'm like, hey, the comment section is the men's room. Like, women <laughs> shouldn't be allowed in there. It's just drawn on swastikas yeah, and just... people's phone number and this guy's a fag and then somebody's name's crossed out and somebody else's name is yeah. written on it. It's just all these hurt, fucking gross men. Just... <laughs> Dude, I mean, which I'm both of those things, but I don't leave YouTube comments. <laughs> I am a hurt, gross man. I don't want to <laughs> act like I'm better than that. But like, 
Uh, especially fucking comedy fans, dude. They hate women. They fucking hate women. Uh, and uh, also, just the kind of per. Do you really want the kind of person who's active in the YouTube comments, like liking you? It doesn't fucking matter. You know how many times I've hung out with comics who are like, uh, like, like I had Ali Makovsky, the comic. Like, I had to hang out with her because she did a JFL video, a JF, uh, just for last digital video, mm-hmm. and all the comments were just like, either they want to fuck her, they would never fuck her. Like, just nothing to do with any of her comedy. <laughs> and she was like, this is fucking freaking me out. Yeah. Because I went like, yeah, like so many specifically. Uh, the most annoying one was actually from a woman where it's like, oh, this fucking, sh- uh, this is this is what's wrong with, because this is my, you want to talk about something I can't fucking stand is like, if somebody doesn't like a dude comic, they're like, this guy sucks. But if right. a chick fucking if they somebody doesn't like a chick, it's like it's like all of women comedy is put on that one fucking person. That's what uh, other races have to deal with too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, just yeah. fucking annoying. It's yeah, just like yeah. super annoying. Like this, like this is oh, that's what, when when like a black guy robs. It's like all black guys. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I mean. All bla- it's like, would you shut the fuck up? I do think most of them do rob though. Would you shut up, Brian? <laughs> So do you, and so do I. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's not a race thing. But my. But we use we think- build banks before we steal. <laughs> right, we write law and then steal. <laughs> no, you're right. It is like I I have the benefit. Man. It's just like uh, this is why women can't. It was like something about because I was being dirty, like I was doing this five inch clit thing that I thought was funny, where I was just jamming it up a dude's nose, which I think is hilarious. Because like a, a dick, because a dick's not like it's too big to put up somebody's nose, but a clit like is kind of like a rat tail, like a wet rat tail that you could just jam up a dude's nose, which a I think is clit be, is like a rat tail. Like if, if I was like five inches long, I mean, think oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would be like I so thought you were just saying clits in general, like rat tails, and I'm like, <laughs> I think you have a penis, and I think you're a man. <laughs> like you know, your clit has like balls. <laughs> And you're, cl- you know, you pee out of your clit and you come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't get why everybody's so up in arms about uh, female circumcision. Like, I've, it's a lot cleaner for me. I like it. I enjoy it. It's- Less disease. Yeah, I just, yeah. It just makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Plus, you Lower know, it's, it's nicer looking. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It just looks better. When everybody it's likes a nice crew cut, you know? <laughs> everybody in the military gets laid. They all look good. You know, I don't want that hippie long hair cock. But it was just some fucking broad that's like, oh, this is what's problem with women in comedy. They always have to be dirty. And I was like, no, look at the context. I'm talking to the fucking master of nasty. <laughs> I'm going to fucking play ball with him. Like he's talking about sla- slapping a chick in the face with his cock. And I'm like, well, I'm obviously going to play along. You know what I mean? Who listens to Joey Diaz's podcast and complains about filth? I don't know. That's, that's what didn't make what, any where sense. Where are these people? What are, are they all Russian bots? Like it. <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense i don't understand where these fucking people it did come make from. sense it did make sense the broken english women with yeah, their yeah. jokes about pussy ruin everything <laughs> <laughs> it was weird a youtube comment had a russian accent yeah oh my god that's uh well then you can't i can't believe that one particularly bothered you because because it's fucking broads bitching at broads like shut up motherfucker i'm sorry that it makes you uncomfortable but it's like and that's the other thing is for years, years I even, 
Sorry. Go ahead. I think so, I think some of the women and you remember when, when chat rooms were around? Oh, yeah. And you would go to a chat room Dude, and you Dude, I want... used to be a straight up predator on in fucking chat rooms. Like, you know how people get Example catfished? three in this podcast of how you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Plenty of chicks catfish people. But the difference was is I was incredibly underage, like 14, talking to older dudes. It was like the opposite of uh to catch a predator i was trying to catch me a man yeah was what was your goal what nice. was your long term i didn't have it was just kind of a it was like a fun manipulation uh like exercise to me like it was just like i i liked seeing if i could get the attention and of course guys on the internet are very willingly give you attention if you're a female sure so it was just one of those things where i was just like i would have at one point like 25 dudes talking to me and they all think i'm like 18 or 19 but i'm like 14 and just like having a blast fucking with them you know right 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 well a lot of the women are men in the chat rooms. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is that I think I wouldn't put it past people in the YouTube comments to just get a female avatar and a female name and oh, then just push question. their push their little agenda. Like, yeah, I've been raped four times and it's no big deal. I don't understand <laughs> why. <laughs> Wait, that's my act. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's no big whoop. What are they bitching about? <laughs> Oh my God, I um, yeah, a little humble pie there, huh? How was your uh, how was your first set after uh, going on uh, Joey's? Did you feel like did you when you went to the store? Did you feel like you had a little extra pep in your step because you were? Uh, I did feel um, it was nice. I mean, it was nice to get all the Atta girls and stuff like that. But a lot of times, that stuff makes me uncomfortable. I don't know, like I'm I'm so jealous of comedians that are like are starved for attention. Um, because they get to enjoy all that stuff a little bit more. I think when people are like, oh, you know, like, oh, you're going to fucking make it, dude. You got, that's so amazing. And it's just like, oh, thank you. Like I'm appreciative and I, and I appreciate them being kind to me and saying nice things. This is things. a very 1980s thing to say to you though. What? You're going to make it. I know. It's like, what does that even <laughs> you're mean You're going to be famous. You're going to make it. You're going to have your own show one day. Like, and I mean, even Joey said something like that and, it, and it's, and it's super wonderful that people say that, but at the same time, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. And it's just like, there's comics that we both know that mm-hmm. like, like, you know, they're always, I mean, they're, they're much more comfortable in their narcissism. <laughs> I think that's oh, what it is. For sure. Where they just want it. They want all that, like, give me all that love. Give me all that stuff. And, um, but in person, when somebody's showering you with that kind of stuff, it's just always, it just makes me feel weird. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Well, then you're literally the definition of starved for attention because when you, like, when a starving person gets food, they can only eat a little bit because their stomach shrunk. And if they get more than a little bit, they vomit and throw up and die. So you're like, sorry for attention, but they got a spoon feed you. It's too much. It's too much, please. It's too much. Yeah, you got a big distended belly, but a tiny little stomach. <laughs> and they are like flies, all those people giving you attention. <laughs> they always get in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. So for 23 cents a day, you can. <laughs> it's a very African centric episode. We talked about uh, female circumcision, mm-hmm. starvation. These are African things. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to Africa. I think everybody has to say that at some point in their career. I'm just going to go to Africa. The motherland. That's where we're all from. My mom's from Scarborough, <laughs> <laughs> Scarborough, Maine. <laughs> That's my motherland. 
That was the first Walmart in all of Maine. My Uncle Mark helped paint it. Shout out to Scarborough, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. What was making the headlines? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. You hear Scarborough got the first Walmart in Maine? Oh, I heard Marky was painting it. That's right. Goddamn it, Marky was painting the goddamn Walmart. That's front page news. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking. In other news, the Vokies is stealing shit again. <laughs> goddamn Vokies will steal your bike, throw it in the river. <laughs> <laughs> you try to get it back they'll beat the shit out of you point and laugh every time they see you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's it's so funny that people are made on the news god damn it yeah there's a fucking blizzard coming in god damn it <laughs> don't she love the blizzards <laughs> there, <laughs> there's somebody uh, there's somebody in my family i don't know where this came from but there's a saying and my family has a lot of sayings and made up words and stuff. But sure. my dad goes, God damn it. Doesn't she love the labor? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but I say it all the time to myself. God damn. Doesn't she love the labor? <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know. My sister will probably tell me after she listens to this episode. I'm sure everybody knows, but me, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she love the labor? Does that mean she likes the dick? Like she's like a slut. N- no, maybe she likes to work. <laughs> <laughs> they have kids these things are never literal she's got oh, a great work saying. ethic <laughs> boy she has a fantastic work ethic such a good work ethic it deserves a saying <laughs> lord doesn't she love the labor oh maybe that's it maybe she just likes having kids like she's got a bunch of them yeah 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 she likes being she's in got a litter she's got a litter <laughs> Yeah, one of the Duggars. I don't like that. I don't like all these people having a fuck ton of kits. I don't care. Let's fight. I'm. I'm like. Let's hit the fast forward button on civilization. It's <laughs> fucking. But that woman. <laughs> I mean that it it that, that seems like really weird because it seems like at a few of those kids had to have been like rape babies. You know what I mean? Well, the older brother was fucking all the younger ones. So even if they weren't birthed through rape <laughs> they were raped it's like that misfits lyric uh i got something to say boom boom i raped your mother today it doesn't matter much to me as long as she's raped i can't remember but that's like the most offensive lyric i love it so much because it's like that's gg allen level shit yeah like it doesn't matter to me as long as she's raped <laughs> My dick, somebody else's dick. As long as there's a dick that's making this happen. Yeah. It's, uh, God, I I wonder, I wonder if there's any like offensive music like that still happening. There's gotta be, but it's probably all from like Iowa. And, uh, but there's no, uh, it's just, you're just not allowed to be fucking fake, uh, gnarly anymore. It's so weird. It's very strange. I get like, I think it's still there. It's just like, it's just more underground. It's just not on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just so sick of people like telling me that I'm, other comics telling me that I'm out out there and like pushing it where it's like, dude, if this were fucking 1995, I would be like almost clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like what it takes to be rebellious. This day and age is not that crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm just talking about wanting to die. That's not fucking edgy. <laughs> I bet they think that Elliot Smith is super edgy too. <laughs> There's a conspiracy theory that Elliot Smith, uh, his girlfriend killed him. Doesn't that happen with every uh, musician that kills himself? Yeah, there's like, that bitch killed her. (laughs) Some bitch did that. I feel it's like a lot of YouTube commenters are like, yeah, yeah, she fucking killed him. (laughs) Behind every great man is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's actually, that's true. I just don't think that they killed him. I think there's a bitch. Yoko broke up the Beatles. Elliot Smith's girlfriend killed him. Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. Women ruin everything.
Why won't they fuck me? <laughs> well, first of all, stop yelling. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> nobody wants to approach a wasp's nest. But guys love sticking their dick in a wasp's nest. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> fucking Mark Marin line. I don't know how many more times I could stick my dick in a tornado and expect to survive. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, oh, dude. If you guys like uh, desperate, I'm going to kill myself. Everything is going to work. Listen to Mark Marin's first three albums. They all are insane. He opens one with, uh, yeah, I got a herpes sore that poor, or some shit. He's like, got a cold sore. Like That's like his opening line on his album. Jesus. <laughs> it's just so, I just see my future in what ma- should have happened to Marin. <laughs> like <laughs> the take, podcast, yeah. Ever take happened. out what the fuck. Take out the WTF podcast, and that's my future. <laughs> you mean the whole thing that gave him a career? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just filming your special like somewhere like in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> permanently forlorn brian (laughs) voking it is funny though like i do find myself expecting um like thinking i deserve more than i really do like um i think that just comes with growth yeah it's like there's a like i'm unlearning a sense of entitlement i think but i'm not there yet but i mean i was just like hanging out with a lady who uh just kind of slowly without saying anything stopped hanging out oh she did the fade out i yeah. love the fade out it was a fade out it wasn't slow fade out it wasn't is, a ghost it's a no 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 no. the slow fade out is artful yeah it's like because, old school radio dj mm-hmm. yeah. dude i love a slow fade out i used to do that to the bunch of dudes when i was on the road you know what i mean yeah and i was like butthurt for a second like literally a second um but then i was like what 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 did i put into this mm-hmm. you know yeah like I crushed it when we hung out, but like, I, as far as Plus conversation, you got, you, you got you got positive reinforcement for it. You got it, and like, she liked uh, you being all whatever, doing whatever you were doing. Obviously, right? It was well, a good time. Well, then I got nicer, and then it was like, oh fuck this, fade out. Oh, I you stop being mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the energy for a contentious relationship. I found I wasn't in a relationship with this person, but I, it was good to know that like I don't have the energy to have to fight all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, um, at first I was like, well, fuck that. That kind of sucks. Like I, I was actually enjoying that, but then it was like, well, that's what it was. Just enjoy that experience. Yeah. It was a couple months of a good experience. Why isn't that enough? Like what I, ne- you know, I never think like I always want Especially more because you don't even really know what you want. So it's like, it's weird for you to be with married. anything, literally that's what, anything. That's what you have no fucking I just clue. want more. That's yeah. all I know. Like, like I have such an addict mentality about things i'm not saying i am an addict but i haven't i have that why would you willingly admit that why would you <laughs> i haven't drank in five it? days bitch <laughs> five days the fact that you have to count days <laughs> is proving me right <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't remember the last time i drank and i don't remember the time before that it doesn't matter oh it was yesterday there you go see i don't have to think about it <laughs> i i was literally the last one the last drink i had five days ago i um see how much you remember about it yeah i was in i was in bed it was a sierra nevada torpedo mm-hmm. and um i was in bed watching uh, bucky larson that nick swartzen movie where he becomes a porn star mm-hmm. and uh i i put the i just put the sierra nevada upside down in my mouth and then i was just blocking the drinking hole with my tongue and then i would just kind of take my tongue off and like i was basically like trying to drown yourself it was like an iv drip of sierra nevada (laughs) 
and because I, <laughs> I was watching with an iPad, I wonder why this girl stopped hanging out with me. I really wonder. I had the iPad on my hands and there a beer sticking out of my mouth. Again. Yeah, like I was like you know like in a porn when the the girl that guy gets over the girl's head and she sucks his dick like he like kind of drops it in her yeah, throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like I had this like Sierra Nevada cock in my mouth <laughs> watching a fucking Nick Swartzen movie. What kind of conversation is that going to stimulate? You know, it's not like I'm watching fucking No Country for Old Men where we can have a discussion about age or <laughs> philosophy or the West, anything. It's like, it's a fucking Nick Swartzen movie produced by Adam Sandler. There is no quality. There's nothing. And I'm laughing. I got this I'm giggling with a Sierra Nevada bottle upside down in my mouth. Oh, God, I wish I could break up with me. <laughs> <laughs> Do the slow fade out. If I could yeah. recommend the the slow Vi- fade out. Is that Visey to my own food? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep drinking a lot and eating shitty food. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll yeah. die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, why am I, I don't understand. Like, I'm taking care of myself right now. And it's like, why? It does, I don't know. I don't know what I, it's because you want to die pretty, right? Isn't that the whole thing? You want to die looking. I would useful? just do heroin if I wanted to die pretty. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I fucking love me a nice looking heroin addict. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? <sighs> like the kinds that snort it and don't shoot it. You know what I mean? So they just get it in the face. Yeah, and the rest of their body is still like you know it's not too bad. I ordered hair loss medication. Oh my god! Because I was talking to my friend Jace Avery. Literally, he was like, "Oh, I started doing this thing, and his hair grew back." He he was using this like Propecia and. uh uh, like Rogaine mix or whatever that uh-huh. you can order. And he's like, yeah, dude, the first three month supply is like five bucks or whatever. And I was like, Oh, and I was just like on his board. Oh, that sounds good. My hair's thinning. And then I just ordered it wow. out of nowhere, man. Still word of mouth marketing is <laughs> the know, best right? fucking sales technique <laughs> that's ever existed. And then I was like, wait, I freaked out. I freaked out at first when I noticed my hair was going out, mm-hmm. I, I freaked out, but like, I haven't cared about it since that initial freak out. Like I was like, Oh my God, this is, but like, and then I, but I remember, I mean, I'm a comedian. I can be ugly. I'm supposed to be ugly. Mm-hmm. Like why? And also like, I look like shit with short hair, but I look like shit with long hair. So it's like, what is this? <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. So it was, uh, but then I ordered that. I guess I'm going to start that. And then I was like, does it fuck with your dick at all? And he was like, no, it's, it doesn't fuck with your dick. That's like a, that's like a rumor that, that like, and then I read about it and I guess it does. It like very rarely fucks with your dick. Oh, okay. We'll, so we'll it's just see. like a low, low yeah low percentage of that yeah, kind side of effect. side effect it's like a rare mm-hmm. side effect or whatever but um but i guess people who are prone to depression have a tough time on it and i was like we'll see um, <laughs> let's roll the dice baby but it's like why why did i do that why why did i take a month off from drinking it's like i if you is it for lent from the outside does your catholic guilt make you participate in lent do you do that uh i usually do lent because i think it's good to give shit up I think that's just like a good. Discipline. What do you normally give? Do you give up the same thing every year? Or do you switch it up? No, I haven't done it in years, but I, ha- I I did it when I was in my twenties and stuff. Just like gave up drinking. It's mostly drinking usually. Just mm-hmm. take forty days off of drinking. Uh, I remember when I was a little kid, do you, do, and do I you had get, to do it. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going to give up my rubber band collection. <laughs> <laughs> you would do that scam. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> no more paper clips. I am not collecting paper clips anymore. I have a real problem collecting paper clips. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to stop volunteering at the soup kitchen for 40 days. That's what I'm going to do. No, but, um, it's weird. It's like, I'm making all these efforts. Like I care about stuff. Uh, 
but I don't, it doesn't make me feel good. That's the thing. Everybody always tells you that if you exercise, you eat healthy, you make, you know, you make your bed in the morning or whatever, uh, it makes you like, you know, energize and feel happier and, and more, you know, alive. I think people say that about anything that they're trying to sell. You know, because buying dog, yeah. I'm really in my thirties. <laughs> they said that about the keto I'm diet. Being marketed they said that to, it, yeah, and I think I think they people say that say that about whatever they want you to to get into because they get into it. Like, I'm getting closer to death, and that, that makes you way way more of a mark. <laughs> I'm just a fucking mark now. That's what I am. I'm a mark. I'm gonna come home. Which is funny because that's what you were complaining about <laughs> dating someone who was a mark, and you yourself I'm a are fucking one. mark. I'm buying mid grade <laughs> gas now. That's what I am. That fucking hair loss medication is mid-grade gas. <laughs> oh, my God. I but stink. But maybe it's better. Like, remember that Bill Burr bit where he talks about don't get the plastic surgery until they're good at it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, hair loss has been is a fucking thing forever. What was the line he said? It looked like stapling like, ant, legs. ant legs to your yeah, forehead. Like so maybe now it's like legit. I'm not getting plugs, though. It's a very <laughs> different thing. But that's what I'm saying. This like, is a maybe, regrowth of my own hair. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe this is like... But this then what? Works. I have a lustrous full head of hair. What? What now? <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It just helps you sleep more, and you you it feel better. Change you anything? Wake, you wake up feeling more energized. And then I stop taking this. And now I got to. If I want that hair, I got to take the medicine for the rest of my life. And then I stop taking the medicine, and it all just kaboom and just falls out like all a nine eleven tower. It just <laughs> collapses out of my head. Your head is it's <laughs> tower seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then like i go from having this like full head of hair to like two weeks after not taking the medicine this i got the whole cul-de-sac thing that i would have normally that's insane (laughs) you just have a hair yarmulke that you can take (laughs) off and on (laughs) yeah i'm like a fucking like a woman with a low iron count just like clumps of hair coming out of my head I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it's, yeah, I was thinking about that when I ordered the stuff after that, I was like, okay, you have a full head of hair. What, what now? Like girls don't care about that shit. Like they, they say they do. Every girl thinks she has standards, but most of their standards are charisma goals. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, potential. Stuff that, yeah. We want to feel like we're fucking potential. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. At what age do you stop having potential? Like fucking 40 in your forties, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then it's like if you have money, that it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, what I mean? it's either charisma that. or money. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like you just got to be able to lie to me, dude. That's all. Can you? Can you artfully lie to me? It, it, yeah. <laughs> can you make me feel like this is a good choice? Yeah. <laughs> can you trick me into thinking that this is a good choice? So it doesn't. It's. I don't know what it's for. It's like okay, maybe in two years I'll be thinner and I'll have a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change how insufferable I am to hang out with. <laughs> you're not that bad. I know I said that earlier, but you're not that well, bad. Well, I don't need that from you. <laughs> Give me any more. If you back down any more in your insults, I'll make it insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. But I do, you know, I got a joke out of it immediately. Yeah, of course. As soon as I ordered Propecia, I, I, my, uh, the line I, I said is, uh, I'm about to turn 34, and uh, the old thir- when you turn 34, like the 60s, you used to put like a down payment on your house. You were starting your family. You know, you might even be in your second house by now, but now turning 30, all it means is you get a prescription of Propecia and a Groupon for tattoo removals. <laughs> 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 yeah, this lady, I, 
I forgot this. I was doing this show, this bar show in Orange County, and I looked at this lady, and uh, I was like, uh, "Would would you fuck me?" I, I, I was like, "I was like, would you fuck me with my Propecia breath and my re- removed tattoos and my Paxil limp dick, my <laughs> limp Paxil dick? Would you fuck me now?" <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> she goes, no. <laughs> oh, we got to tell that other heckle that I got when I was with you in San Diego and I was talking about Elon Musk. I, that was the my favorite heckle I've ever got. Were you in the room for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was talking about how I had a chance to kill Elon Musk, which is true. And I think I've talked about it on this podcast. Um because I was, I was short story. I was cooking. I was prep cooking for a TED talk he was giving, and he came back to meet the kitchen. I had a big butcher knife in my hand, and I was like, I should fucking stick this right in his throat. And uh, that'll and, get you some followers, exactly. And, the, <laughs> and I said, I said on stage, I was doing a show with Carmen in San Diego. Uh, I was like, uh, deep down inside of me, you know. I think I just want to be remembered and I don't care if it's for something good or bad. Mm -hmm. And this lady goes, that sounds like a crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, (laughs) ma'am. And it's funny because you could insert that heckle after any time I take a pause on stage (laughs) and it works perfect. (laughs) Anytime I stop talking. (laughs) She just sums you up. She was a pain in the ass and I kind of hated her, but that was my favorite heckle I've ever got. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a crazy person. She was from Macon, Georgia. Oh, a Catholic from Macon, Georgia, which yeah, seems that weird. weird. That seems like more like, like a unicorn. No, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that area just seems like way more Baptist. Yeah, yeah, Protestant. Baptist. Yeah. yeah. I told her she had a Baptist superiority complex about her. <laughs> she didn't really have that Catholic guilt thing. It was like, you should be way more ashamed to speak up in public like this. <laughs> this is very Protestant behavior. <laughs> but didn't you, you moved to that area as a Catholic, right? So was yeah. that weird for you? Well, you know what's funny is that we moved down to Georgia um, and I never cared about church ever. I used to, when I was like four years old, I would have, I would run into my parents' room crying because I be- didn't believe in an afterlife. Mm-hmm. So when I was a little kid, I thought all that happened was that you were trapped in blackness forever. So like I was like four years old running and being like, I don't want to be in the black forever or right. whatever. I've literally never believed in God, ever. Never had any faith. Never knew any other kids who believed in God either. But we all went to CCD, which you know what that is? Mm-mm. CCD is like the, the, the schooling you go to after church for the kids. Okay. And like we just, we get, yeah, it's like a youth. I don't remember what it stands for, but a Catholic um, school, but not like full school. It's just like a Catholic. Yeah. It's like free. The church center. puts it mm-hmm. on. And um, so we'd go to CCD and we'd go to church. Nobody, nobody was buying the shit. The Catholic church is in my mind. I, it's for grant. Like believing in God is like an old timey thing. Mm-hmm. It's like for people who got their news from the radio. Like it didn't anyway. So we moved to Georgia First of all, the, no Catholic churches. Our family had dropped out of the church by the time we moved to Georgia. And uh, there was no Catholic churches that spoke English. Because the only Catholics were Mexicans mm-hmm. and like Latino immigrants. Right. There were no white Catholics around. Or at least enough to warrant in it. Because I remember my mom looked into it for some reason. They were all like, you know, services in Espanol or whatever. Right. And, uh, and then... The other kids. It's not even like a proper church. It's just in a strip mall. <laughs> yeah, it's in a Home Depot parking lot. It's just, <laughs> it's just like a tough shed in a Home Depot parking lot. <laughs> but um, uh, and then we get to school, and kids are witnessing me. 
Do you know what that is? They where try they ask to you if, save you. They try to. Yeah, yeah. Where they ask you, if, have you accepted Jesus yeah. Christ as your personal Kids. savior? Kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, have you heard how, Metallica? Like how old? What, what, what 13. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you insane? I'm already egging houses. I'm burning like. I'm already doing conceptual anti-God vandalism. Yeah. I'm already burning angel food cakes in front of churches, like high art anti-religious <laughs> vandalism. I, I mean, by the time I was 15, my friend Walt and I were like tying his tra- his truck hitch to crosses in front of churches and trying to tear them down. Like, wow. Uh, and, and I guess I never cared that much. That's like a, that's like a lot of caring to be against something. Yeah, well, you know, if you're into metal, you got to live it, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You're, I'm 13. I'm so metal. <laughs> I, I mean, would, that is pretty Yeah, metal. it's very that's, metal, actually. For being 13, for yeah. sure. Uh, it turns out metal is kind of a juvenile thing to be into. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. But yeah, so I remember we moved in October 98. Me and I have, I have two sisters, but one was already at college age, so she didn't move with us. So me and my older sister, or my middle sister, moved to Georgia in 98. It's October. There's a Halloween party and our neighbors across the street invite us to a Halloween party. It's this girl named Megan was my sister's age and they had a younger brother who's my age. I can't remember what his name is. And we were like, Halloween party. Cool. Kids meeting people. Let's go. Their parents drop us off at a church and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's an anti-Halloween party. They're singing songs of worship songs what? prayers they're doing like god games and me and my sister are looking at you like what the fuck and are my- you guys in costume uh no 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 we weren't in costume oh, okay that would have been even funnier if you guys were fucking in I'm just costume. like alice cooper yeah. or whatever <laughs> you have blood running down yeah, like, yeah. you're playing ozzy with a like hat yeah. with a bat with no head just blood running down your face and you walk in you're like happy halloween i'm a fully red old-timey fuck? devil with a pitchfork <laughs> My 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 dad said that um, he thought we were we were going to kill him, like when because he already felt mis- we were so mad that he moved us from Maine to Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so funny because I remember being like, all I listen to is country music down there, fuck that, and all this stuff, and now all I listen to is country music. But anyway, uh, it's, you become what you hate. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> but we, I came home and I I don't think I spoke to my dad for two weeks after that. I would like there. My mom was like, "How was the party?" And I was like, "It was at a." <laughs> they took us to a church on Halloween. I was like, fuck this place. Fuck you guys going into my room and jerking off to my Stevie Nicks picture. I cut out of the Rolling Stone. Fuck all of you guys. And then boom, punk was born. <laughs> boom, it was over. Started failing classes, getting in trouble, getting home by the cops, starting fire, brought home by the cops, starting fires. Fuck. I was like, what do you mean you you're a child? What do you mean you believe in God? We know better. That's for our grandparents. Kids don't believe in God. That's insane. <laughs> like that's like that is not normal to me. I couldn't believe that I met people under the age of 70 who had real faith in God. I couldn't I still to this day can't figure it out. I just don't talk about it cuz it's hacky. That's like 90s early 2000 comedy. Yeah. To like break down religion. It's annoying. It's like, fine, do your thing. But I still don't get at all how you could have faith in a specific system that your system is right. Whatever. Everybody knows that. I don't need to go down that road. But it blew my mind. Yeah. And everybody was like, are you Christian? I'd be like, oh, I was raised Catholic. And they're like, so they were like, Catholic's not Christian. And I would be like, what? 
but we're the first Christians. You guys split off of us. You guys are a branch off my trunk, bitch. Like, you are not. How dare? That's always the part of it that that is is where people lose me. Is where it's like, no, no. Even though we worship the literally the same God, it's not. It's not the same. We're different. Well, they're like you're polytheistic because you have all them saints. You know, you're worshiping more than one God. It's in the Ten Commandments. There's only one God, and that's God. The other, you can't be. You're praying to Mother. They Mary? say that, but they believe in the Holy Trinity. That's the three of them. But apparently, that's one. The Trinity makes up one spirit. I think that's just to keep it. They keep it with. I think that's. I think they, that. I think that's the scam right there. Yeah, there's a. Then lot. why do you have to? Why are they separate then? If it's all one. Uh, I think it's like having arms, legs, and a head. They're it's not all separate. The they're 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 appendages of this but one. They were spirit. quite literally. I don't separate. even know what I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> it's all bullshit. You literally See, just you started making me defend it because I <clears throat> such a contrarian. I <laughs> spent ten minutes tearing it down, and then you you tore it down. I was like, "Well, take it easy." Whoa, whoa, whoa. easy. <laughs> Only I say it's not real. Nobody else. It's nice for you to be so defensive for something you don't believe in at all. It was different for me because I was in Florida, so it was like it was a lot of uh, Latin folks. So it was, but it wasn't just, it was Catholicism. It was Pentecostal. It was like some of the really, cr- like the more intense religions and stuff like that. And Island always- Catholics. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Island slave Catholics, like former slave Catholics, <laughs> but they would, it would be like a bunch of my friends would always have to go to church on Wednesday. And then mm-hmm. like their whole week was taken up and, and they would, and I used to get kind of jealous cause they would have like these, like this, like youth group and shit like that would be a bunch of kids. And I was like, I want to go hang out with a bunch of kids, you know? But then, th- then I was just like, Oh no, that's, that's boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's like, hey, you can just sneak like away about, like, to go finger your girlfriend in a closet, or you could just go over your, the neglected girl's house and do it right out in the living room where nobody cares. <laughs> but, it, but it was also just like like the idea of a lock in. That sounds fun. It's like it's just a bunch of like I just I think it was just because I didn't have get to have like a lot of slumber parties and shit like that because mm-hmm. my dad was always so scared that somebody was gonna kidnap me. Or it's really funny to be protective of you and also try to kill you. <laughs> that is, Papa, you're so crazy. Yeah. It doesn't even make a sense. You <laughs> Only kill I kill you. Exactly. It's just kind of how you feel <laughs> about religion. <laughs> Don't shit on it unless it's me shitting on it. <laughs> also, I think that that's my, uh, that's, we've kind of gotten to the root of why I'm taking care of myself a little bit now. Not that taking hair loss medicine, that is not taking care of yourself. That is <laughs> denying God and nature and, and trying to play God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, like exercising and stuff. It's like, no, I don't want I don't want a heart attack to kill me. I don't want the food I eat to kill me. I don't want sloth to kill me. I'm I, dying on my turn. I want to kill me. <laughs> I make the call. Not you, God. <laughs> that you, I don't I'm believe screaming that in the living room. <laughs> People are like, go to bed. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just naked in the living room. I like- say when, God, <laughs> not you. <laughs> You actually, that story brought up something that I can't stand. I hated when parents would think just because you were around the same age as another kid that you guys would immediately get together. Like, it's almost like how people get racist about hooking people up or, or you know, or really ignorant about like, oh, you're gay. This one's gay. Put them together. Then but you guys kids definitely is almost love each all other. you need at a younger age, younger than 13. But I saw in preschool Bullshit, all the time. The, you, people, you hung out with those kids. You guys didn't relate with anything. You guys weren't friends. That's why I said younger than I was. Like the, um, but like with, as, in a preschool, 
I, I mean, literally it was, you were friends because of geography. Like it uh-huh. was like, I put you in the same section and they'd be like, okay, I guess we're best friends now. And then they'd be best friends for the rest of the year because you put them in a corner together. Uh-huh. Like when you're really young, that does work. You're just like, guys go like, if you took two kids who are beating, who are always but having a problem, they still do that. That's what I'm saying. They, that's still mentality. They think that works for your entire, but once you develop a personality, once you become not a baby, but a person, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Once you qualify as an, as an individual, not just a fucking tit sucking sack of potatoes, that's when it's like, that, that is you actually take, my Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> I love me a memory <laughs> gland, goddamn! I love me. A I'm one tit sucking sack of potatoes. <laughs> he says, wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. But just that idea that, like, oh, like your you kids are the same age, you'll definitely get along. Just be, or like whenever the parents were uh, friends, you know, like if if they're friends with these and they had kids, then you just assume that your kids are going to be friends with their kids because you fucking party together. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, that no. was always so annoying to me. Well, you don't like anybody. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I like you, and mm. and that well sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> don't don't be fooled, listeners. This is business. <laughs> this is a, as soon as this mic is off, <laughs> we never we speak both to look each straight other. at our phones. <laughs> That's I, not true. Don't lie to them. As soon as we get off the mic, I I just walk right out the door and text her. Uh, just let me know when the next one is. <laughs> We're oasis. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that last album where they just did a double album where they didn't have to be in the speaker box of Love Below. Yeah, where they don't yeah. have to be. <laughs> and never had to see each other once. Outcast, yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I just, it just, I never understood that, like, uh, the mentality where it was just like, oh, well, th- this, just fucking throw them together. Like, never taking into, into consideration people's, like, their kids' personality. Yeah, I think it's, you think it's because parents don't ever really think about their kids having personality. Yeah, I think they just think. I mean, I think parents have a hard time because it's their fucking egg and sperm that they think. Well, um, you know, my kid will like this kid because I like their parents, and that's that's it. That's all there is. Yeah, it's like, well, I made this kid, and I like them, and that kid's part of me. So, mm-hmm. you know, nobody really gets to know their kids. I mean, what's to know, really? I mean, you know, like if my parents sat down and got to know me when I was 15, they'd be like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? What did we do? Like, what, what is wrong with me? Where, where, where do we go wrong? Yeah, I provided exactly. food and shelter and moved you to a better place. That's why, that's why I like protecting my family from this podcast and stuff and from my standup, because it's just like, I like having a nice illusion to go home to mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, everything great everything's fine you like living a double life (laughs) yeah well it's it's nice because it's almost like an escape Mm -hmm. because i can just go be a family person see uh, i'm the opposite i just see you get me the same anywhere when i go home they i'm not i don't filter myself i don't give like see i like a break from myself though like when I, i don't feel like it's being phony it's literally a vacation from myself Mm -hmm. when i go to florida i just I, I do. I just chill. I don't argue with my daddy more about politics. I watch Fox News. I drink beer. I sit in a hot tub and I just chill. I don't fucking. And it's really nice because it is exhausting being like this. It's so tiring. It, 
not only am I obsessing over everything that's going on in my head, I'm obsessing over what's going on in everybody's head around me, mm-hmm. constantly trying to figure out people's psychology. And then uh, you just go home and you're just like, I am a fucking tit sucking sack of potatoes <laughs> when I'm in Florida. I mean, that like you said that as an insult. And I, that is like my goal is to get to that point where all I do is suck tits <laughs> and get fat. <laughs> that is what life is about. It's about sucking tits and getting fat. I mean, we all know I want tit milk ice cream desperately, <laughs> right? I've talked about that on this podcast. I don't know if you talked about the ice cream, but I think we have talked about. Oh, that milk. was on the other podcast where uh, the one we did in Virginia. Oh, and then Kristen's, we had sex, and then we had sex. And that then we podcast. had sex. Yeah. Who's and then we have sex hosted by Kristen Savillis. Is that her name? Sis. Anyways, Kristen Savillis, I think. They have a good podcast. I would recommend checking that out. Yeah, they just talk about sex <clears throat> sex stuff. And I talked a lot about my um, adoration for breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Grap of the Week. <laughs> it's the Grap of the Week. It's the Grap of the Week. Daniel Dennis, Grap of the Week, friend of the podcast. Uh, make sure you guys go listen to A Meteorical Time with Tom and Dan. His Grap of the Week is old people who pay for their groceries and then sit in front of you for seemingly hours putting their goddamn debit card away. <laughs> like it's always like a fumble. I am that guy. Are you, do you take yeah. a long time? I, oh, I get super, uh, if you want to, that, that's a, that's a place where I get anxious is I'm always just like, cause I, cause I don't, I don't rock a purse. So I don't have a place to, I don't have a junk drawer that I'm carrying around and just mm-hmm. throw everything in there. So I always have everything in my hands and I'm always like, ah, fuck, I'm ruining everybody's day. Like, <laughs> that's, that's exactly who I am. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out also like I got to get my headphones ready. Like I, I have headphones. I never want to be alone with my thoughts. So when I grocery store, I have headphones on. I just take really, it. I never thought to play music while I was grocery shopping. I have to, otherwise I'll kill myself. And then, so I take the headphones out when I get in line. Cause I'm not a psycho. Like when I'm, I, even if the interaction is completely fake, mm-hmm. I just think it's rude to stand there and have a guy ring you up with headphones in. It just yeah. seems fucking gross to me so what I, also makes you seem like you're on the spectrum yeah so I like take, you can't <laughs> handle any kind of social interaction i so I, I take the headphones out and then i gotta get them back on press play and whatever i'm listening to get my bags put my debit card away and by that time there's like some guy breathing down my neck and i get it i'm with you on your your gripe though i usually we tear down the gripes i feel terrible every time i do it but i am that old person <laughs> who's taking forever to get away because even those 10 seconds of silence uh, if I got everything together before I press play on the headphones, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it does suck, and I always, I always, uh, still always apologize, it's, especially if I if I'm high grocery shopping, mm-hmm. which is a way funner way to grocery shop for me. Um, Sounds expensive. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, I mean, well, if you you got to be able to have a handle on your shit, you know, and know mm-hmm. what you want, what you really, what, what you want and what you need, you know. Mm-hmm. I need this. I want that just because I'm high, you know. Right. And um. In being there, because then you just forget, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm forgetting the concept of time right now. How long have I been delaying this?" Then the "you're a piece of shit" uh, monologue starts. Yes. <laughs> you have to apologize to everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I exist. I'm sorry. I exist. <laughs> Stephen Holthauser's gripe of the week is why isn't Nick Cage in every single movie? You don't think that'd get a little old, buddy? <laughs> every movie, Nick Cage in it. Black Panther? Can you imagine? Where does he fit into Black Panther? <laughs> what about a rom-com? I don't want Nick Cage in a rom-com. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I can't see him in it. <laughs> Schindler's List, even? No. no, he could be in that. <laughs> <laughs> he could pull that off. Yeah, he could pull that off. 
Wait, what was the one you said before Schindler's List? Oh, a rom-com. A romantic comedy with Nick Cage. He's just screaming at the lady. Yeah. Isn't that all he does? He just screams. Yeah. His fucking foghorn, leghorn ass accent in Con Air made me hate him forever. Like that, I'll do the playoff. Why, I'm just a simple silver man. But it's not a real accent. Nobody talks like that. I do like, uh, my friend Patrick always had this great bit about how his face always looks like somebody just farted around him and he's trying to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) He always says that. Well, I do declare, I reckon I will take over this aeroplane. He's just always talking through his nose. <laughs> Sue J. Cologne's gripe of the week is people who think they're above anyone. It drives me crazy how people talk down to others. And I asked for an example. Like, for instance, when people are dicks to waiters because it's a business person and they think they're smarter than them for some reason or that there aren't on, they aren't on the same level. Yeah, being dick, being a dick to your waiter is uh, egregious. Although I do work from time to time in the catering business, and I do talk to a lot of the servers that we have, and some of them, how do you know? Are people mean to you when you're doing the catering stuff? I don't ever deal with clients. Are you kidding me? I would never get hired to deal with customers <laughs> and clients. <laughs> no. For 90% of that job that I'm doing, I am literally in a van. Like <laughs> they like Let's put Brian in the back. Don't yeah, let him yeah, near yeah. the people. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I just like I've dealt with so many. I've been, in, I've, I've been in and out of the service industry my entire adult life, and I've dealt with so many waiters who are fucking morons. Mm-hmm. So like, I get it, wanting to be nice to your waiter. Like that is, that is. I mean, it's insane to be a dick to your waiter, but some of them. Especially out here in LA where they're all actors and, and they think they're above being a waiter. And it's like, if you're above being a waiter, you wouldn't be a fucking waiter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, quit, get rid of the ego. This is where you are, except reality. Yeah. So they're like so hot and bothered by the fact that they have to slum it up as a waiter. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Just go get me some more water, dude. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, my point is everybody stinks. <laughs> so we might as well be nice. <laughs> right? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I lit a f- I tried to light a fart today and it didn't light. It wasn't strong enough. I had dude. candles lit in my room and uh-huh. I had just taken a shower, so I was like bare assed and I had a fart and I was like, well, Jesus, okay, God. Here we do it. Yeah. If, if this is Let's uh, set these curtains on fire. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, I would be so stoked to have a burn hole in my curtain from a fart. <laughs> but uh, it didn't light. So I don't know if this uh no carb uh, maybe carbs is the fuel for the methane or something. It might have just been that you you're it wasn't close enough, like the poof wasn't close enough it was a it was a rumble <laughs> i heard a roommate laugh down the hall but it might have, <laughs> but i'm talking about angle like i'm talking about geometry like if, if you lit it here and the fart goes up oh gotcha gotcha you gotcha. know what i mean yeah yeah it's like you know it's like it's like hitting a baseball it's the hardest thing to do so. yeah and you, you it's not like you got it teed up back there because you can't see what you're doing yeah and i was farting into a candle like i think really if you want to light a fart no, you, you gotta do it like jim carrey and dumb and dumber mm-hmm. where you you lay on your back and you kind of, uh, you put the thing right into your asshole, the light. I don't think you have to put it in your well, asshole. Well, I didn't mean like in your asshole. You're going to set but... your ass cheeks on fire. You <laughs> you are not a hairless man. You're going to get some singed bits back there. Uh, no, I am smooth. I have the ass of a baby, meaning it's full. It means it's full of a shitty, sitting in a <laughs> shitty diaper. <laughs>
Uh, Who do you think got the grape of the week? My vote is for um, the grocery store because we both resonated with that, and uh, I, both, it reinforced the fear that everybody behind me does hate me. So uh, that's yes, why it's my I vote. I agree, despite the fact that <laughs> both of us are the subject of his gripe. He's it's, still right. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I think this has been a uh, real expression in humility. Uh, this episode, this yeah. entire episode, and uh, if I can pat myself on the back and say, you know, I am a real humble guy. Oh, you know what? That's so modest of you to do that. I appreciate to congratulate that. yourself on being humble. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I've grown. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All you my growth is done. Yeah. yeah, here we Complete. are. Daniel Dennis, you get the gripe of the week. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on all the assorted social media at No Sir Pod, at Brian J. Vokey, at The Funny Carmen. Uh, we appreciate you. New listeners, welcome. Please uh, help spread the word. Email us, nosirpod at gmail.com if you have any gripes yourself to submit for the next gripe of the week. Also, um, go to nosirpod.com to listen to all the archived episodes. We've had some badass guests. We've had Kyle Kananon, Maria Bamford, Brad Her Williams, Metzger. Kurt Metzger. Um, Make sure you guys go back and listen to some of those. Uh, share your favorite ones. Join the group. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 What the fuck is the fucking matter? I'm a stupid one. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.